Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Hi, I'm Heather Renee May, and this is Flipping Dreams Podcast. Hello, Flipping Dreamers. It's been a hot minute, I know, but I am so excited for this next season that we're kicking off here. You know, to know where you're going, you kind of have to know where you've been, right? For those of you who didn't get to go along the journey with us for season one and two, I'd love to just share with you the history. I mean, what is Flipping Dreams? And so uh, Flipping Dreams came out of a COVID response. It was early in the pandemic in 2020. And uh, I was struggling alone. And, you know, there's so much negative stuff out there in the media and everyone was depressed. And I challenged myself thinking like, I want to talk to people who are doing really amazing, positive things and try to encourage other people that not to give up, not to be stuck, but to just keep going. And so I ended up interviewing a lot of really amazing people who had taken great, huge risks, both personally and professionally to flip their lives, flip their dreams. I mean, they would go from like quitting their day job and starting a, a company with their husband or, uh, you know, completely, you know, leaving a, a religious sect and, and finding their, their best, happiest lives in a different direction. And it was really encouraging to me. And, um, and I hopefully a lot of my listeners <laughs> agree. And so, um, that kind of happened. And then out of that process, uh, I had my own dreams that I wanted to kind of flip as well. I had always wanted to write a fictional series, a book series. And so um, I was in Spicewood, Texas in winter in an 18-foot travel trailer. And I was tired of watching Hallmark movies on over and over <laughs> on a loop. So uh, I ended up challenging myself to write the story that I wanted to read. I wanted to write a story about a heroine who saves herself, but maybe she gets the good guy and also she drinks a lot of wine, you know, research. So um, I ended up writing a thousand words a day and that ended up turning into book one of the Texas Wine Trail series, which is Cactus Christmas. This is where I left you all about a year ago. That first book had just gotten published. And in the meantime, I flipped that 18-foot trailer to a 22-foot Imagine trailer and a truck. And I ended up selling my house and going full-time in the RV. So ended up doing a loop for two years around the country. I would go to the Pacific Northwest in summer to visit my family, uh, spend time with them. And then I would go across to New York to avoid hurricane season I would visit my friends in New York and upstate and, you know, all along the coast, Boston. Then I would drop down the coast to the Carolinas, visit my friends there, have some music jam sessions, um, and then drop down to St. Augustine, visit friends, go across 30A to Pensacola, eventually make my way back to Texas to winter. This was my loop. I was like a weird, strange bird migration. That's what I was doing. Um, and so in that process, I did, I released not 
just one book, but book two came out, Cactus Wedding, and it's a series. So this is kind of a Hallmark series set in Fredericksburg, Texas, on the wine trail, real places that you can go see, like 14 wineries are in the first book, but you get this really fun, uplifting fictional story and characters. Just a note on that, book three will be publishing next year in 2024. But in the meantime, let's go back. So I'm doing this loop. So there comes a time whenever you're doing uh, content like this and you're sharing that sometimes there's so much going on in your life that you actually just have to live your life and you, you don't have the resources or the time or the energy to share all the things. And that's sort of where we le- I left this podcast a year ago. I, I loved the mission, but I just didn't have the energy or time. I was, I'm still working full-time as a software engineer during the day. I was traveling by myself with my dog and she doesn't know how to drive yet. So I was doing all the work and, you know, towing this trailer all around the country on this loop and it just got too much. And so, and plus writing books and just doing all the things. Um, and I had to drink a lot of wine, right? So anyway, I ended up pausing on all of that and just collecting, just living and collecting the stories. So I'm really excited because I'm going to be bringing some of these stories to you for this next season. So I'm in Waco, Texas right now. Why, why Waco? Well, last year, as I was making my migrational journey across Wyoming, Montana, driving in these heavy winds, unbeknownst to me, I had damage to my roof. And at this point, I had flipped to a fifth wheel. So I had this huge 29-foot fifth wheel that I was towing with a 2,500 turbo diesel uh, ramp. And so I was in Iowa and a storm came over and I woke up in the middle of the night. You know, you, you can hear, you hear that when you're in a trailer, you hear all the things, the wind, the rain, everything. It's really loud. It's, it can be very soothing until you hear the dreaded drip, drip. And you know that drip is inside, not outside, which is every RV person's nightmare. So I open my eyes and I step down off the bed into a puddle of icy cold, two inches of water. Now, just for clarification, I did not order the waterfall lake feature in my master stateroom when I got this RV. So this was not good. Got up, there is water just pouring through the light fixtures. Um, there's nothing really I could do about it other than to collect it, clean up the water as best as I could because, of course, it'll do, and wait for the storm to pass by. And I was still very optimistic. I was thinking, this is fine. This is fine. I've, I have tape. I have caulk. I can, I can do this. I'll go up there. It's going to dry out. I'll stay here a couple more days behind the storm. I'll go up and fix it, and then I'll keep going on this trip. And mind you, I had planned the, the next five or six months of my life of where I was going to be staying already. And it takes a very long time to plan out and find the places and make the reservations. So everything was already on track. I get up there the next morning and my entire roof membrane was sliding off of the roof. There was no way I was going to fix this. So I ended up making some phone calls and bottom line was that I had to put a new roof, an RV armor roof on it. But there was no one nearby in Iowa or Kansas um, that would be able to do it. And the earliest I could get it done was eight weeks in Denton, Texas. So I had to cancel the rest of my entire season in the RV, which was extremely depressing because I love to travel. And being stuck in one place, especially with a leaky roof, 
was not, it was not a happy thing. So I ended up driving, heading back because I thought, where am I going to go? Let's go to Waco. It's not going to rain there, right? So heading back, going through Kansas, and I stop off because I spent every summer growing up in Russell, Kansas with my grandparents. And this was a place for me of great comfort. Now, to many of you, Russell, Kansas would not be a very comforting site. It is really kind of in the middle of nowhere, Kansas. There's like an oil derrick. There's Meredith's restaurant. There's really not a lot. There's an IGA. There's not a lot going on in Russell. But I loved it because I had great memories of being with them every summer. So I headed back to Russell, stayed in an RV park there, and I thought, you know, I could just live here. I could just stay in Russell. I don't need to, I don't need to go anywhere. And I called my friends who are also RVers in Austin and told them this plan. And they said, without a pause, we will never, ever visit you in Russell. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I get that. All right. They said, Heather, you need to get back to Texas. Just come on. You've got one more day or two more days. Just get back. And so that's what I did. I drove and stayed overnight in Oklahoma somewhere. I forget now. And uh, with the last leg of the trip the next day to Waco. And that's where I would just be put. But then I woke up that next morning in Oklahoma. I started up the truck. I put Dottie in the back seat of the truck, got her all settled, had the AC going. And the thing about my truck is it had a habit of just liking to lock itself. And I only had one key fob. And there was no like manual way, no manual key. It was just one fob. So of course, as I'm tired and stressed and just, you know, ready to be done with the stress, I hitch up the fifth wheel and I go to open the door to get in to drive off. And it's locked with it running, with my dog inside. <laughs> so at this point, I feel like I'm just going to have a nervous breakdown in Oklahoma. I run to the office and I say, uh, you know, this is what's happened. They called a tow truck. I get back. I mean, at least the AC was running. Dottie was fine. I was just having, you know, a, a meltdown, but she was fine. So the guy shows up. He pulls up the gravel lot, this bright green tow truck. We talk a bit. He's slim jimming my truck to get it unlocked. And I look over at the truck and I see the truck's name and its logo is the green booger which seemed really fitting for the end of my RV life <laughs> that I was rescued by a green booger and we made our way back down to Texas to Waco where that was sort of the end of the trail, the RV trail until we were able to get the roof fixed. But in that time, it had been two and a half years on the road full time and I was tired and uh, some post-traumatic RV disorder was going on. So I needed a break. And I talked to other RV folks, and it seems like two years is about the time full-timing that you kind of, you just hit this wall. You don't know when it's going to happen, but it's just about that time. And then all of a sudden, you're like, nope, we're done. We're good. So um, ended up getting out of the rig, moving into a brick and mortar here in Waco to call home. And, uh, and all I have is a whole arsenal of RV stories. But my travels aren't done. And now I want to talk about where we're going with this podcast in the future because travel is in my bones. I'm a very curious person. 
I love to find adventure. I love to hear people's stories. I love to go down those back roads in Texas where you run into that, you know, roadside cafe and you end up having the best chicken fried steak you've ever had and you share it with other people. I just, I love the spontaneity and just the, the way that you can really find adventure and travel and newness anywhere. You don't have to go that far away to do it. Um, so my goal for this next season of Flipping Dreams is to continue to do my travels and share stories with you. I'm going to be interviewing folks that are also doing really inspiring, fun things, hopefully to either inspire you if you are interested in traveling or doing having an adventure, or you can just be an armchair traveler and enjoy the stories. And that's, that's fine as well. Um, we can travel in our minds just as much as we can in our bodies. So um, I'm really excited about the direction that this podcast is going to go. I'm so excited and grateful to be partnered with Rogue Media Network. I think this is just allowing me to do less of the all the other stuff and be focused on just being able to bring you stories and content and uh, bring you the creative parts of it, of me and my journey as I continue on and hopefully bring you all along with me. So that brings us to uh, the end of this episode. I hope that uh, if you haven't had a chance, please check out season one and two. There's some excellent interviews. There's some great stories and just inspiration. And then uh, I look forward to every week bringing you new stuff. And uh, please let me know what you think. And you can uh, reach out to me on my Facebook page, Heather Renee May. You can find me on my website at heatherreneemay.com. That's Heather, R-E-N-E-E-M-A-Y.com. Um, you can also find me on the Rogue Media Network website. And uh, I'm excited. So thank you so much for listening. Please share. And I'll talk to you very soon. You can find Flipping Dreams podcast anywhere you love to listen to podcasts, or you can find us on roguemedianetwork.com. You can also find me on my social media, Facebook at Heather Renee May, on Instagram at underscore everydayismay, or on my website at heatherreneemay.com. That's Heather, R-E-N-E-E-M-A-Y.com. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.